guys welcome back to good vibes nation dougie in the studio how are you man i'm doing excellent today nicholas good, it's man. wonderful to be back in the studio i'm glad to have you here man just getting wrapped up from a labor day weekend how was your weekend bud Start off with that. uh it was good it was yeah. good not yeah. long enough they're never long enough no but no it was a good one man how yeah. about you uh good man we were in uh myrtle beach or uh Kayla made the All-American All-Stars for Top Gun, and we were down there. 641 12U girls, man. So Wow. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Wow. Had a good time, though. Got away from home. Got some good eats. Uh, didn't really get to the beach much. We were playing a lot of ball. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, something happened when I was away, and I don't know if you what saw happened? it live. The president, man, <laughs> he gave a speech. Yes, he did. He gave a speech. The speech was called Soul of the Nation is what he called it. And I didn't really get to keep up with much of the news. I didn't get to hear the the speech, but I did see and hear some social media things going back and forth that depending on which side of the aisle you are on, it was either divisive, you know, there was division is what they thought, or mm-hmm. some thought it was, you know, promoting democracy. Right. So I thought that would be a good topic. I sent you over the link yesterday. Yeah. Uh, did you see it live or did you have to? I did not see okay. it live, no. Mm-mm. So you listened to it too. So what I want to do is we'll talk about it a little bit. I've got some clips to play. I know you listened, I listened. I want to almost grade this thing, right, is what I'm thinking. I think that if you had 100%, kind of tell me your thoughts when we wrap this thing up. Was it 50-50? Do you think it was 100% you know, pure democracy promoting? Do you think it was you know, 50-50 you know, division, democracy? Let me know your thoughts, and I'll do the same thing. Okay. So, but to start off, he, uh, he starts off with We the People. And more of a united tone, I thought. And we've got some clips for you. I'll play some real quick, and we'll kind of go on from there. Sound good? Yeah. Let's do it. And here's Mr. President starting us off. Are the true heirs of the American experiment that began more than two centuries ago. We, the people, have burning inside of each of us the flame of liberty that was lit here at Independence Hall. The flame that lit our way through abolition, the Civil War, suffrage, the Great Depression, world wars, civil rights. That sacred flame still burns. Now in our time, as we build an America that is more prosperous, free and just, that is the work of my presidency, a mission I believe in, with my whole soul. Okay. So what do you think, man? Start off with that tone. I think it's uniting. Yeah, absolutely. The only thing I wouldn't necessarily agree with yet is the prosperous when he threw in there. <laughs> I don't think we're there yet. Hopefully, we're turning the page where we are. So the gas prices were down a little bit as yeah. we were traveling, mm-hmm. which is yeah. a, a good sign. I mean, yeah. It's been under $4 for a little bit. So. Right. Yeah, it's dropping. Dropping it's, considerably. It's dropping. What do you think of his tone there? I think it's... I think it's good. It's a good yeah. start to the rest of the, if you listen to the rest of the speech, yeah. I think it's a I good, I it's a, I know you did. I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. Uh, and I know we'll have more clips yeah. there and I'm sure you'll throw in some ones that, um, you know, are a little more divisive, but you know, it's a good start to where I agree. The speech wants to, where he wants to go with the right. speech. If he, I think he's trying to set it, starting to set a tone. Yeah. 
But then right after that, like you said, there's some <laughs> there's some clips that I've got, and I'm not listen. I'm playing both sides of the fence. I'm not. I know trying to you do are. This. You always do. I'm not trying to do this as, as a MAGA man <laughs> or anything. But let's what he's. This is what comes out of his mouth. Literally the next breath. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. They refuse to accept the results of a free election. And they're working right now, as I speak, in state after state, to give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies, empowering election deniers to undermine democracy itself. MAGA forces are determined to take this country backwards. Backwards to an America where there is no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights, to the pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, to the very soul of this country. They look at the mob that stormed the United States Capitol on January 6th, brutally attacking law enforcement, not as insurrectionists who placed a dagger at the throat of our democracy, but they look at them as patriots. And they see their MAGA failure to stop a peaceful transfer of power after the 2020 election as preparation for the 2022 and 2024 elections. They tried everything last time to nullify the votes of 81 million people. This time, they're determined to succeed in thwarting the will of the people. All right. So what do you think about that? The only word I would have changed in that is MAGA Republicans. Uh, I think he's, you know... I personally think he's absolutely right, and but I don't think that you should lump MAGA, right, and these Trumpers and who are only Trump people in, in with Republicans. Yeah. And, and I, I think that's where, that's the only word I would have changed. He, he goes on, and we'll get to that clip here in a second. I think they realize that, so they changed the tone. I Honestly, yeah. I'm going to say this here, I, I honestly think he probably had an earpiece in. To be to be quite honest with you, yeah, I'm you know I've said it before. I think he's we've seen it on we did the Biden bites episode where he was you know messing up teleprompters and stuff like that. Right. I think he spoke very well this time. Yeah, from yeah, beginning it was. to end. Yeah, it was very. Which made me think. I'm like, <laughs> what's different now yeah. about that? So I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm gonna you know throw a conspiracy theory in there and say that maybe he had an earpiece in. But he goes on this to separate that. We'll get that in a second. But I think right. I liked the tone that he started off with, and then the next breath he got to this, and then I'm like, this is a campaign speech. I think from here on out, and we'll get into more. Mm-hmm. But that's when I started to think, I'm like, hold on a second. Now he's trying to set the tone for for 2022 elections right. and 2024. He brings that up. I mean, he yeah. says that specifically. Yeah. And, and I think what the I think what the the Democrats are trying to do, and 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 if you've if you've seen it on Twitter. And, uh, you know, other social media sites and even in the news and in other Democrats speaking on, you know, news cycles and things like that, they're attacking like they've they've gone on the attack, not to Republicans, to the Trumpers. And I like to call them Trumpers. And uh, and I think that they realize 
I think personally that they realized that it's not the majority of Republicans, or, or even if it is, there's enough Republicans who are not so far, you know, only Trump mm-hmm. uh, and election deniers and, and you know, uh, all those people. There's enough Republicans who aren't that to where they can win elections in 2022 and 2024 without, you know, by basically separating those two, you know, portions of of the Republican Party. Yeah, and I think that goes into the vision, right? Trying to cause the divide where they're saying, look, you've got your Republican Party, mm-hmm. but you got this sect, like you said, the Trumpers, right. he calls mm-hmm. them MAGAs. Right. You've got this sect that's a, you know, devout Trumpers, mm-hmm. and then you've got, you guys are normal re- Republicans, yeah. and you right. might, some of you might vote for us, and some mm-hmm. of you might right. might vote strict strict Republican, but um, let me play this next clip, because then I want I've got something I want to say about about that MAGA. Far more Americans, far more Americans from every, from every background and belief to reject the extreme MAGA ideology than those that accept it. Okay, so he divides, you know, just like what you said, right? Gets, gets to that, that point where he's saying that they're not on the same page. There's far more. So you, so you can look at that, and I'm sorry I'm interrupt, but you can look at that as dividing the Republican Party, or you can look at it as uniting the entire country, maybe against those people, maybe, right? But those people, to me, you know, and and I don't mean it, but to me, if, you know, the election deniers and the insurrectionists who attacked the Capitol on January 6th and the people who think that um, Donald Trump is, you know, basically Jesus, you know, to me, those people, you know, should be, to me, they should be separated, and they, you know, I don't believe, I mean, you know my ideology, and you know where I come from, I just don't think that if you are on, if you are that far ingrained into only Trump, and you only listen to him, and you think that his, you know, the election was stolen after, you know, hundreds of people have come out and said it wasn't, then, you know, how can you believe any election at this point, then? Right. Right. So, so what do you do with those? You know, what do you do with someone who says that there's no such thing as a free and fair election in the United States? No, I I see what you're saying. I know that I believe that there was problems. There definitely was problems with the election. I think that they've shown that there was, you know, ballot harvesting and stuff like that. They proved that to, to an extent, but there was the smoking gun wasn't there for them to say, look, you know, the election was stolen and sorry, Mr. Biden, you're no longer president. Mr. Trump, you're there. One. And two, as a country, even if there was a predominant amount of evidence that way, what do we look like? But there wasn't a predominant amount of evidence. I'm, right. There I'm was, not saying there's that, fraud. I mean, there's, listen, there's fraud in every correct. election. Right. But, but that's what I'm saying. If it's there so was, minute. If right? there was, is what I was saying. I think they realized that there was problems there with how we do some of the, you know, voting and stuff like that. But... I'm not saying it was there. I'm saying if it was. Right. If for some reason it was, what does it look right. like to the rest of the world saying they can't even get their shit together for who they vote as president and you know now they're switching them out. Right, which makes us look bad, which is why we need to unite against that and say there it was a free and fair election, you know, the the votes were the way they were, you know, it was, you know, Biden won, you know, if Trump would have came out and said even if it was, you know, 
a month later, right? And after, you know, things, I mean, there's, there's been evidence. I mean, there, there was his lawyers and, and campaign people and every, and they all told him like, no, Mr. Like Mr. Trump, this is like, it's legit. And he still went out and denied it, you know, in, yeah, um, he didn't, he didn't concede. Right. Right. And so I just think we would have been united if he would have just come out and said, you know, look, I don't agree with it. You know, I think there may have been some stuff, but Joe Biden's the president and I'm going to, you know. Well, you've got you've got some that don't believe it was fair, but I don't think that they're for the most part still, you know, sitting there and 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 complaining about it. I think we've moved on. Like I think that my personal opinion there was problems they were uncovered and, you know, maybe we make corrections, but he's the president. I respect the role. He's the president. I'm not sitting there saying he's not the president. It was but, a false a false election. But he didn't no, right. he didn't. He didn't. He, he and that's didn't. the same thing like what happened in 2000 when Al Gore lost. And, and there was, you know, I mean, there was months where it went and like, who's going to be president? And they were fighting back and forth about this vote and that vote, blah, blah, blah. And at the end of the day, Al Gore came out and was like, look, we lost. Yeah. You know, George Bush is the president. I'm going to support him, blah, 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 whatever. But this guy is, the fact of the matter is, my, my point is, he's not in office anymore. He holds no position. You know, we the people have right. a choice as a Republican Party, like we were talking about. Some people are diehard Trumpers, and some people are Republicans. Mm-hmm. You know, but he, if if that's not a factor, if we believe that this small percentage of MAGA Republicans aren't a factor, why are we putting so much concentration on it? Like, why are we honing in? on their problem, their problem, their problem. If it doesn't matter, if it's such a small percentage of the group, I don't think it's cares? a small I don't think it's a small percentage. I don't. I don't think it's a small percentage. I think it's enough of a percentage where it's dangerous. Mm. I think it's enough of a percentage where it is they are that they are absolutely a, a threat to what's going to happen in the upcoming elections and it's scary it's scary to me and I and I, you know, whether you, uh, you know, whether you vote Democrat or Republican, uh, you know, we just need to have one election where it's, you know, okay, this person won and this person lost and everything's good. And it's, it's not going to be that way. Yeah. Like it's not going to be that way in 2020, even in 2022 with the midterms, like there's going to be, but I, I just think, you know, like if, for instance, if, if Boebert loses, if Lauren Boebert loses, who's one of these, you know, or, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who are, you know, these election denying t- to me, crazy people, you know, and I don't mean that as disrespectful. I just think they're out of their mind. You know, if they lose, they're going to deny that they lost and they're going to say that there was fraud and they're going to say that, you know, we stole the election and blah, blah. And there's going to be people that follow them. And there's going to be people that, that, you know, like he said in the speech too, you know, there's threats against these people's lives and election officials are getting, you know, death threats and, uh, you know, and that, that's just not, yeah, let's again, get, it's not, not the way we want to, you know, let's get, I agree, I agree. There's not, there's no place for violence. Let's get to that. We'll, we'll jump on there right now. I want to say this plain and simple. There is no place for political violence in America, period, none, ever. We saw law enforcement brutally attacked on January 6th. 
We've seen election officials, poll workers, many of them volunteers of both parties, subject to intimidation and death threats. And can you believe it? FBI agents just doing their job as directed, facing threats to their own lives from their own fellow citizens. On top of that, there are public figures today, yesterday and the day before, predicting and all but calling for mass violence and rioting in the streets. All right. I hear what he's saying, but I think that this part of the mm -hmm. speech, what triggered me, that there's a double standard. Because what I thought of right away is, like he said, that, you know, there's public officials that, I mean, there's public officials that, do we not remember the three months ago when it got leaked that the Supreme Court justices were talking about Roe v. Wade? What happened? Their addresses came out mm -hmm. and people were in their neighborhoods on right. their sidewalks, you mm -hmm. know, and go back, go back to, you know, Mueller. When Mueller's fired, they're talking about widespread civil unrest. They're talking about Cory Booker. Get up in the face of some Congress people. Uh, what was that? Uh, what was that crazy lady? Uh, Maxine Walters. You know, remember her? She was talking about, you know, when you see them, those those Trumpers at a gas station or a supermarket, mm -hmm. get in their face. And yeah. How is that not violence? But, you know, I'm, I'm saying that there's double standard. We're not going to call that violence, but we're going to say we're going to go back to, to January 6th. I'm saying that both sides, both sides right mm -hmm. then and there yeah. are wrong. But I think that we, for, we forget, or in the speech it seems like we forget, about right. all this over here, but we're just going to be talking about the right side. Right. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with that. I think that, that at that time, I don't think it was it was right for them to, to say what they said. But, you know, it, and I think that's what, you know, in, in this speech, he's kind of saying, like, there's no place for it in any, you know, anywhere. Um, and, you know... This is the, this is the, unfortunately, like, right, the, the political world that we live in right now, which is, you know, it's, if I don't agree with you, it's, uh, it's a fist fight, yeah. you know, and, and that's, you know, to me, it's just not the way that our, our, our political system should be set up. You know, there's going to, we're going to go through ups and downs. We're going to go through, you know, prosper, like you said before, prosperous times and not prosperous times. And we're going to go through, uh, you know hard civil things and things like that. But at the end of the day, you know, we have to respect the office, right. You know, and we have to respect, you know, you know, who's in there. We cannot agree with them and we can voice that opinion, obviously, but you know, the, the physicality of it has gotten out of hand and, and it's, and, but I think that in a more, uh, open way the MAGA Republicans are trying to intimidate and uh and threat violence than you know like you were talking about before than the previous you know the the Supreme Court justice things like that and I don't I didn't agree with that at the time either you know right um but it, you know the the way that they I mean you just look at I mean there was a there was a march the other day so you said it was where uh, it was in Indianapolis okay um, you know, carrying flags, you know, reclaim America. And, you know, it, it's just, I mean, it's just intimidation tactics. Um, and they don't show their face, of course. Um, cause to me, they're, you know, 
scared little little boys, and they, uh, <laughs> you know, they are. I mean, it's true. So is anonymous. Yeah. They never show their faces. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Just throwing um, a little humor in there. Yeah, right. But, but it, you know, it's it's a it's a sad state that we live in. And, you know, I was reading some too. Somebody said that he brought up January sixth too much. January sixth was a. I don't think he did. I, I don't think he. We emphasized that enough, and I don't think we remember that enough. Like that was a. You know, you know, we go back and we had two people who were there. Mm-hmm. You know, and they disagreed with me, but. Um, you know, you know, you just, you hear the stories and you see the videos and, and, and I don't, you know, they, they say what you want, but that was, it was domestic terrorism to me. Uh, and it was an assault on our democracy. And, and, you know, if we continue to let that kind of slip into the background of what we're talking about, you know, I think we're doing a, a disservice to, to what we're trying to do as a country. Well, I think it like again. I think it goes it goes both sides. And listen, this is why we started our show, right? Right, because we wanted a platform where we could have an opinion and then sometimes agree to disagree and sometimes right. see each other's side of the story that we wouldn't think about. He talked about January sixth a couple of times. Again, my point is kind of went back to it before. Was it right? I don't. To the point where we stood up as a people, show our voices. I agree with. To cause destruction, to break into the to the Capitol, mm-hmm. no, that's where right. I draw a line. If you want to go, you want to voice your opinion, and there was listen, he acknowledged them. No, if you listened or picked up on it, there was some chance in the background you could hurt, hear faint fuck Joe Biden, yeah, right? And he acknowledged them at one point. And he mm-hmm. said, "Hey, they're fine. They're yeah. doing their thing. That's what they want to do. They're voicing it over there. Right? That's fine. Right? Which is fine. right? And how and how it should be. If you got an opinion and you want a peaceful protest, I'm for you." But destruction, you know, kind of go back to he brought up January 6th, but he left out, you know, the whole George Floyd thing where yeah. there was violence in both cases, right. Right. both wrong. Right. 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 And that's why I think it's some, but, it depends on who's telling the story of who we're going, what we're going to acknowledge and what we're not going to. Yeah, but those are two different, two, di- two to me, those are two totally separate, you know, uh, events. And I don't. similar in the way they ended up but but one was one was an attack to me january 6th was an attack on the political process in the united states of america and the george floyd thing was more a an angry protest and and again not right i don't agree with the violence we talked about that too you know i didn't agree with the violence and and the and the destruction of property and all that stuff you know but you know, you know, they're two different, you know, two different idea, you know, two different ideas of what exactly was going on. You know, right, but how know. we handle ourselves between things is is what the similarities is. That's what I'm saying, right. right? I mean, yes, one was the death of a person, and one was over, uh, you know, voting for the president. Right, right, totally different. Right, but That's we had right. destruction and chaos yeah. right. and assaults mm-hmm. on law enforcement officers. And there were several. And there were several politicians and people around the that you know even activists and who said that this isn't right like this stop doing this like we're here for peaceful protests um i just didn't see that with with the january 6th thing i mean i i'm sorry yes i did yes i did i saw that from several politicians who said this wasn't right in loba and you know even senators who were in that building said you know that this isn't that night right. when they did it, 
they were like, you know, that's, that wasn't right. Blah, blah, blah. And that now they're back on the other side and saying, you know, it's, it's okay. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't that big a deal. Yeah. There's, you know, again, it it goes, it goes back to what side of the, what side of the line are you on? Right. Right. It goes back to, it goes back to that. Let me play this for us. He's going to talk about our future. See what, uh, president Biden has to say about America's future. Never been more optimistic about America's future. Not because of me, but because of who you are. We're going to end cancer as we know it. Mark my words. We're going to create millions of new jobs in a clean energy economy. We're going to think big. We're going to make the 21st century another American century. Because the world needs us to. That's where we need to focus our energy. Not in the past. Not on divisive culture wars. Not on the politics of grievance. But on a future we can build again. I agree. I yeah. agree with everything he said there, and I hope that he could get the cure to cancer. <laughs> I don't know why he slipped that in there, unless he knows something that we don't know. But no, I agree, and I think that there's enough division already, right? Uh, where we are right now. Again, that's what went back and referenced. That's why we started the show. You know, I, I firmly believe in a, in a democracy and not a dictatorship. And you know, I think we're we're very divisive in our state right now, in our country right now, and. You know, we got to cross the aisle more. You know, I've said that before, too. I mean, for you to make something happen, I mean, there's got to be compromise, you know, related to, to even a, a marriage. When you get to, you know, get together with your, your wife, you get married, and mm-hmm. you're not going to agree for the same thing for dinner, right? right? So maybe you have steak tonight and spaghetti tomorrow, right. and you move on. But you right. got a common goal in mind, right? you know? And I think that that right now, more than ever, there's that divide, right? you right. know? Well, well I agree with you. And, you know, listen, I'm, I completely agree with you. I think that this, this has been going on for a while, right? This, this divisive political fire we in. I think that Donald Trump basically blew it up. I think he actually put a time bomb in there and just blew it up and created what we have right now. I think Joe Biden is trying. I think he's trying to, you know, I think he literally ran for president because he thought that he could unite this country. I think that's why he did it. I think Joe Biden is a good person. I think that, you know, say what you want about, you know, whether you agree or disagree with what he's doing. You know, I hear a lot of people say he's not doing anything. The man has gotten a lot of stuff done. A lot of stuff that he said he was going to do before the uh, before the election has happened. You know, like I said, it you may not agree with it. You know, you may not like it, but the fact of the matter is, it a lot of it is a lot of the stuff he said he was going to do is getting done. And um, you know, in a way, that doesn't help because a lot of people on the other side of the aisle don't agree with what he's doing. And they think it's bad for the country and they think it's bad economically and socially or whatever the case may be. But it's what he said he was going to do. And I respect that. You know, I respect that he's doing what he said he was going to do. He was elected by the majority of the Americans in the country. And he's doing what he said that he was going to do for the people who elected him. And he's doing what I, th- I think he really truly is trying to do what he thinks is the right thing for the country. And that's all you can ask. Right. That's all you can ask from from a politician is do what you say you're going to do. Do what you think is right. We elected you. Do what you think is 
is right and do what you can. Some people aren't going to agree with you, but um, you know, if that's what you, if you were elected to do that, that's what you need to do. Yeah, I'll agree with you on, on that. The, the policies and procedures that you stand at, stood that you stood on mm-hmm. getting into office. Yeah, you know, you you've got to do it. Don't just right. say it. However long that I can remember, right. you know, all these false promises right. that these politicians stand right. on, they get in the office that didn't happen. Right. You know, I will say, like like you said, Trump blew it up. Trump was definitely a different president uh, and changed the times for sure. You know, but he did he did the same thing. He did a lot of what he said he was going to do, come in, yeah. and he did it. You know, mm-hmm. whether the wall, whether you agree with it or not, same right. thing. So I think he set a precedent for what needed to be done. For you to get in office and fulfill it, you know, but again, I think we go back to these games of every four years, right? So Trump got into office, he put all these policies, procedures, he's out of office. Here here comes, right. you know, a Democratic president. Now he's undoing everything that he did. Now he's starting his stuff. Right. And what happens next, right? right? So, I mean, it's we've got so many back and forth where it feels like we take two steps forward, you know, and a step back in the, in, in the time as well. Yeah. But you know, hopefully we're we're headed in the right direction. But I want you to grade it now. I mean, you guys yeah. go back and listen to it. Uh, there's way too much uh, content for us to to post on our podcast here. But I want to hear what you think, man. What do you think? What's your percentage of democracy versus division, or was there? I'm gonna go. Thought about this for the last thirty minutes since you've asked me this question, and I'm gonna say, you know, thinking back and listening, you know, kind of listening to the clips and rehashing it in my head. I'm going to go 85-15. Okay. 85 um, democracy. Right. Yep. 85-15. And the reason that I say that, okay, I thought about this, is because I think that's about the percentage of people who, and I like to call the MAGA Trumpers, mm-hmm. I think that's about how, you know, I think that's about the percentage of people in this country who are, which is, again... Not a very big percentage, mm. but it's enough to make waves. Right, it's enough to make waves, and in times they're the loudest. And and you know, I just don't. Um, I don't know. I just don't. I mean, you know how I feel about Donald Trump. Well, yeah. we won't get into it. But I'll go eighty-five, fifteen. Okay. How about you? What say you? I say sixty forty, and I'm okay. six. I'm sixty divisive and forty. Oh. Democracy. Okay. Yeah, I think he was just a little bit too much focused on like i said right from the beginning i was like okay okay and then the next thing out of his mouth when we went to focus on the magas i think he spent a little bit too much time on them because it turned into a campaign speech for me i think he's trying i think they're acknowledging that there's a problem like Mm -hmm. you said they're making waves and we've got to point it out we've got to make a change we got to kind of defuse that situation and i think that uh, honestly from conservative side it's so interesting when we yeah. And we listen to this stuff. Right. And me and you talk about this stuff. It's so interesting to go ahead. Sorry. From the conservative side, I see it as I don't want to say a last ditch effort, but with the January sixth committee, with the Marlago raid, and now this, you know, kind of consecutively, I see it as just an attacks on the Republican Party. Like trying to I don't want to say attacks, but trying to me to, it's not an attack on the Republican Party. And I was, again, I don't mean to interrupt, but it's not, it's an attack on one person and they, and they can say it's, you know, this is, it's an attack on one person Mm. and they feel that that one person, and I tend to agree is a criminal. 
and he's he always has been in his whole life. He's a con man. I'm from New York, and I, you know, I mean, he's he's been this way his whole life. So I, the surprise it's was never a surprise to me that he would end up. Well, do I think he'll go to jail or anything like that? Probably not. I wish, but I don't I, think any of them are going to go to jail, right? But he's absolutely a con man, yeah. and he and he conned, you know, a lot of people, and a, and a lot of people voted for him for because. You know, they did think he was outside of politics and he was different and he was going to come in and he was going to do the be things a business he said. He was going to be a yeah. businessman. He was going to do the things he said he was going to do. And like you said before, he did a lot of things that, you know, well, again, whether you agree or disagree, he did a lot of things that he said he was going to do. But at the end of the day, I mean, he's, he's to me, he's just a con man and a criminal and he should, you know. Tell us how you really feel, buddy. Yeah, no. I'll be honest with you. Well, I think it was a good episode, man. I think that, you know, I think we picked up some things from each other like we normally do. Right. And we carry on, man. Yes. Until next time. Until next time. And we could have a Boone's bourbon, the official bourbon of Good Vibes Nation, Mm -hmm. and relax a little bit. Let's do it. Sounds good. Until next time, guys. Later. Later. Right, folks, you know the intro. We're gonna play. Did you know, Douglas? You're on the hot seat this time, my man. My favorite game. My new favorite game. Yeah, I feel that tide is gonna change in this one. Yeah. Yep. Get a story ready, man. (laughs) Just saying. Mm, Okay. All right, buddy. So, folks, you know the game. Uh, It is our trivia game here on Good Vibes Nation. There are several categories: people and places, arts and entertainment, history. Sports uh, and leisure, we've got science and nature, and a wild card, which could be any of those. And Doug has to get the better of seven questions. He's got to get four right. If he does, I've got to share something about myself that Good Vibes Nation doesn't know. But if he does not, he's got to spill the beans to Good Vibes Nation and give you some dirt that we don't know about him. I will. uh, I'm ready. All right, man. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to start off? Uh, let's start off with people and places. People and places. Let's do it. What city's museum of the Confederacy boasts the tools to amputate Stonewall Jackson's arm? That would be Charleston, South Carolina. That would be Richmond, Virginia. <sighs> Good guess, though. All right. Oh, for one. Okay. All That's right. right. That's all right. We're going back. We're going to sports. Sports and leisure. Sports and leisure. What 21-year-old was the first soccer star named FIFA Player of the Year a second straight year? 21-year-old, two years in a row, was named FIFA Player of the Year. I know my original thought was Pele, but I don't know if it was FIFA back when he played. FIFA Player of the Year two years in a row. It doesn't give a year, right? It does not. There were 21 at this time. Mm. They had it two years in a row. Right, I'm going to go with uh, Pele. Ronaldo. Mm. You were right. You started changing and going down that, yeah. that way. But yeah, I usually try could, to. Okay. I don't think FIFA was around when Pele was there. I don't think so either. It's all good. It's all, all good. Right. That's Fight okay. back, man. That's Fight okay. back. Let's go. Four in a row. Okay. Uh, let's try um, history. History. I don't know why. I suck at history, but that's okay. Let's do it. Whose giant bust did cranes <laughs> remove? 
from the Berlin Square, named after him in 1991? Uh, Stalin. Vladimir Lenin. Mm. Good guess. Man, you're going to go potentially Ofer, just like <laughs> I did. Just last like game. you did. So not going to do it. All right, got to get four right, man. Right, let's go back to sports and leisure. Sports and I leisure. I don't want to be an Ofer like you. All right. What former Major League Baseball commissioner is baseball's annual award to broadcasters named after? Ugh, God, this is going to kill me when you tell me. <laughs> God, it's going to make me so mad. Uh, Deuce. Deucey. <laughs> You're trying to say what I'm say. Deucey? Trying to ob you up. Deucey, is that your answer? No, I have Deucey? no idea. What is it? Old Ford Frick. Ah, I Forty Frick. That. That's not who I was thinking. All right, man. You went over just oh, like I gosh. did. All right. Something Good Vibes Nation does not know about me. Yeah, man. Hit us up. So uh, I, you know, we just had a baseball question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, one time, was able, my high school baseball team was able to play a baseball game at Double Day Field at Cooperstown. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. How'd you end yeah. up doing that? Uh that one on so our coach, yeah, our co- our coach, I don't know, set it up, and you know, we it wasn't like an all star game or anything like that. It was just like two teams. One team was fr- like a team we don't normally play. Um, I guess the coaches were friends, and and they talked about doing like in kind of an exhibition game. We went up to Cooperstown, which was a couple hours away. We stayed overnight in a hotel. Nice. But the funny part of the story is. <laughs> So we got to play the game. It got it ended up raining, and we were like, we finished the game, but it was like in the pouring rain. It was miserable. But the uh, like we were sliding around things. But back at the hotel, I'll never forget this. This is the funniest part of the story. Back at the hotel, for some reason, what um, we were probably fourteen or fifteen years old. What fourteen dumb fourteen fifteen year old <laughs> boys do? We had a cooler full of ice. Uh-huh. And we were having a competition. See who could keep their head in the ice the longest. <laughs> no way. Yeah, Kevin McWilliams. Shout out to Kevin McWilliams. He won. He yeah, was right. in there for like minutes. Nice, Kevin. Yeah. It was like, but that's the stupid stuff that we used to do. Getting hypothermia. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. But it was cool. It was a, what a cool experience like for, you know, a baseball kid. Yeah, of course. You know, obviously we went to the Hall of Fame that weekend and, and got that's to, awesome. you know, got to do all the cool baseball stuff around. Very time, cool. So. I want to know what, what was your time? Remember your time in the, I, in the cooler? Probably not very good. I'm yeah. a wimp when it You're comes like to that stuff. Put it in for a couple yeah, I'm out. I'm, I'm out. out. <laughs> I'm out. Let's watch you guys do it. Nice. But there was no, but hey, advantage. There was no cell phones because that definitely would have been like Snapchatted oh, or for sure. Instagrammed or something like that. For sure. And shout Back out to Kevin. Day. Yeah. Kevin McWilms. Champ. Cooler champ. <laughs> All right, guys. Till next time. We out.